It's December 7th. I'm your host, Kimberly Perot, and joining me today in studio is the fabulous Gretchen Plushaw. And we're so excited because it is the official first day of the Vail Film Festival. Our show will have so much of that content here, but we've got some fun Christmas treats coming up. We'll be taking a look at the sports report, making Christmas caprese salad, as well as pretzel Christmas candy wreaths. It's going to be a fun one. So grab that coffee and join us. Hour one of Good Morning Vail starts right now. Happy Thursday. Let's take a look at that I-70 corridor. I-70, it's looking beautiful out there. It's Vail, a little snowy, yet clear, so that's a very good thing. Happy, happy Thursday to everyone. Let's take a look at what's going on outside today. 8 a.m., 30 degrees, high of 40, and snow, a 20% chance of snow. Sun and clouds mixed. Winds west at 15 to 25 miles per hour. So beautiful day out there. Let's take a look at the hourly temperatures. 8 a.m., 30 degrees, and sunny Noon 38, a little bit of cloud coverage coming in, partly cloudy. 4 p.m. 38 still, and then 8 p.m. 32 degrees and mostly cloudy. So it's going to be a beautiful day out there. Eagle, let's take a look at that I-70 corridor. Eagle, 44 degrees and sunny. So beautiful day out there. Avon, 43 degrees and sunny. Vail, 40 degrees. And then Denver, 63 degrees and sunny. Denver never ceases to amaze me. Very sunny skies and beautiful. Now, I love to see this tonight. A low of 24 degrees, snow, an 80% chance. Cloudy with snow showers, sunset at 442, which I actually really like the earlier sunsets. Winds west at 5 to 10 miles per hour. Let's take a look at that five-day forecast. Friday, snow and 27 degrees, a low of 12. Saturday, we're going to see the sun coming back, partly cloudy and 23 degrees, a low of 5. So cold. Remember to bundle up and drink lots of fluids, sunshine or snow. It's very important. Sunday, 33 degrees. Monday, 38. And then Tuesday, 39 degrees. Let's take a look at the snow report. Beaver Creek, nine lifts are open which makes all of us super stoked in this valley. That's a lot more than before. 17 trails open and 7% terrain open. Lift hours 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. And the Beaver Creek Snow Report, last 24-48, not looking great, but the season total 51 inches and 29 inches at the base depth. So that's something to smile about. Vail Mountain Snow Report, 12 lifts open, 87 trails open, and 31% of the terrain is open. So definitely getting a lot better. Again, lift hours 9 to 3.30 p.m. And then the snow report, Again, 24, 48 hours, we will skip over that. <laughs> this season, total 68 inches, and the base depth is 36 inches. So, 
you know, it's getting better and better every day. And with the uh, soon snowfall, um, it will be even better. You know, according to Alexa this morning, which is what I use every morning yeah. to wake up, I say, Alexa, what's my alarm? Stop the alarm. Yes. Also, what is the weather today? And she says that we're going to have snow flurries this morning. But who knows? Alexa's okay, I hate right. to admit this. I, too, talk to my Alexa. And I even say, good morning, Alexa. I am very polite to my Alexa. I do, too. You never know, right? It's good to be polite and to practice that. Agreed. But you know what I also love about today? What? It's Twinsy Thursday. I know. I can't believe this. Well, I can't, actually. We were feeling in the holiday spirit. Oh, with that being said, happy Hanukkah to everyone that celebrates Hanukkah. Today is the first day of Hanukkah as well. Um, But the Christmas, the holiday season, and you're wearing your green and black. I'm wearing my uh, velvet and black, and we're feeling good. We are ready to rock. It's going to be an excellent day because the Real Film Festival, we have so many great films and directors and artists Uh, and all of the storytelling happening, and it's just happening all weekend long, so it's going to be a really great weekend here in town. And the Veil Film Festival is honestly one of the reasons I moved to Vail, believe it or not. Yes, skiing, snowboarding, but the film festival as well. It's going to be amazing. So stay tuned. We've got those first couple conversations in this first hour, plus Gretchen and I in the kitchen. It's going to be a fun one. So we'll be right back after this. Lion's Head Jewelers Fossil and Mineral Gallery. Located in the heart of Lion's Head Village for over a decade, our 4,000-square-foot gallery boasts a -a one-of-a-kind experience that cannot be found anywhere else in Vail. We carry the most exquisite array of fine jewelry, high-end minerals, and museum-quality fossils. We invite you to come in and explore all the history and beauty that nature has to offer. Hi, it's Julio from TV8 Vail. Do you ever wonder why our tagline is there's more for you on 92? Because we're always bringing you more. More Good Morning Veil from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. all year long. More local coverage with Veil Vibes and Covered Bridge on TV8. More opportunities to participate with new roundtable panels on Mountain Perspectives and our new Spanish programming block coming this fall. Find us on Comcast Xfinity Channel 92 on YouTube or our website at tv8veil.com.
Thank you for watching Good Morning Vale. Have an amazing day. Get on out there, soak up that sunshine. We'll see you tomorrow right here for more Good Morning Vale. Bye, everyone. Hi, I'm Gretchen Bleshaw. You might recognize me from the glitz and glam with Gretchen. Maybe you hear my voice on the radio from time to time or see me out at a concert or two. I love concerts. If you see me out, the long mermaid hair, I'm almost six foot tall, it's hard to miss. Come and say hi, give me a high five and make sure to watch me right here on TV8. We may be in the winter season, but that also means it is ballin' season. We've got Robbie giving us the update on all of the local basketball games and what is happening here in the Valley. Let's take a look. All right, thanks for joining us. So we're about a week deep or so into the high school hoop season here in the Valley, so we'll show you a little peek at the standings overall right now. We'll start off with the 1A, 2A Western Slope. Vail Mountain School is sitting at 2-1 on the season with wins coming against Clear Creek and Lake County. Lake County is a 3A school in the Frontier Conference, so that 58-44 win for the Gore Rangers over the Panthers had to be a meaningful one. The only loss on the season so far for Vail Mountain School came against Coleridge, who is a 4A school, so that one we could just consider a write-off. BMS's next game will come against 3A school North Fork. Now, taking a look at the rival school, Vail Christian has so far played a similar schedule to Vail Mountain School. The Saints took on Lake County for their first game of the year, which they came up empty-handed. The Saints were also able to turn it around, though, in their next game as they beat Clear Creek for their first win of the season. So Vail Christian and Vail Mountain School getting the win over Clear Creek early in the season. Most recently, the Saints played Plateau Valley, where they fell, but they'll have a chance to redeem themselves against Cedar Edge. Switching up the class levels, we'll head over to 5A, where Battle Mountain Boys basketball is in a bit of a slump. The Huskies are 1-3 on the season and have lost their last two games. Their most recent loss came against 6A school Prairie View, who is a 6A front-range school, however. The Huskies will look to turn their season around in their next game, which is right now scheduled to be Summit High. So that should be a good game for the Huskies. And then over here now, taking a look at the counterpart to Battle Mountain, the rival school, Eagle Valley. The Devils are off to a perfect start on the season. They've only played one game, but their win over Basalt, they played pretty well. And they're scheduled to play against Mitchell in their next game. And that one is at home, which should be a decent game for the Devils as Mitchell is off to an 0-2 start for the season. So you've already seen what Vail Christian boys basketball has accomplished thus far into the season, but you don't exactly get to see what's going on inside their gym at practice. So here's a look inside the gym at what the Saints boys basketball program is excited about for their season. Vail Christian boys basketball is eyeing a new season that brings a lot of change. However, senior point guard Will Newman says the shift is working in the Saints' favor. We lost our coach has been here for 23 years. Majority of our seniors who scored all of our points. Um, so I think people are going to underestimate us a lot and um, puts a fire under our belly. Newman's father, Andrew, is now at the helm of the Saints program after two years with the team as an assistant coach. But all the talk around the team revolves around the new freshmen. During our tryouts, we actually 
um, ranked everyone, like, say we ran a suicide and you got nine seconds, or like 25 seconds, that's the first place time, you get one point. And the goal is to get the least amount of points throughout the whole tryouts. And out of the top five people, we had three freshmen. So we're really excited because we have a lot of really young players that are coming in really strong. And, um, yeah, no, we're excited for it. For Newman and the Saints, there's a lot to look forward to this season, but the rivalry game with Vail Mountain School is on the minds of everyone. All of those guys I grew up from sixth grade to now I've been playing against them. So just so excited to play against them, you know, last year coming up. So we've touched on boys basketball and how the guys are starting to stack up in our area, but there's also girls basketball. So here's a look at what's happening there. Eagle Valley girls basketball is underway in gypsum. They're currently sitting at one and one on the year in 5A. The Devils took on Moffat County most recently where they fell to the Bulldogs on the road, but in their season opener, they came out swinging on defense to get the job done against Basalt. We'll show you those highlights from their season opener now. Both sitting at zero wins and zero losses on the season, Eagle Valley and Basalt matched up for their season openers. Abby Talbot is going to drive inside and miss the two. Basalt comes away with it, but she'll steal the ball back, pass outside, Zakia Sharif misses the three, but Josie Fitzsimmons is there to clean it up for the Devils. Sienna Mandeville will come away with the steal in the backcourt off camera. Pass outside to Sharif, who knocks down the three. Sharif then gets the steal and takes it to the basket for the Devils and gets fouled. Back with the ball, it's Eagle Valley. Talbot takes this one to the basket and lays it in for the easy two. Sharif will get another steal. This one off the inbound. She'll pass under the basket to Fitzsimmons, who hits it off the glass for another Devils two. Sharif back with the ball. She passes inside to Talbot, who gives it back to Sharif, who has an open look under the basket and gets it to go for the Devils. Eagle Valley making easy work out of Basalt early. Sharif is going to intercept another pass, her third steal of the day, and draw the foul. Off the inbound, Sharif has it swatted away. Devils get it to Fitzsimmons, who fires the three, no good, recovered by Sharif, who banks it off the glass. She'll then come away with another steal, her fourth of the game, and the Devils will get it to Alondra Ruiz for the basket. Eagle Valley makes easy work out of Basalt in their first game of the year to improve to 1-0. Like we talked about, Eagle Valley is now sitting at 1-1 one one on the season and will play their next game against Legend, who is a Class 6A slash 5A school and undefeated at 4-0 on the year. So the Devils should have their hands full in this one. Well, we'll touch real fast on Battle Mountain, the rival school Eagle Valley, and their team is 1-3 on the year. And the only win came against Regis Groff, a Class 5A, 4A school which was a relatively defensive game between the two. Battle Mountain's three losses on the year in their season opener came against Denver North, and then their next game, Nawat, and then Thomas Jefferson. Those all three L's from the Front Range schools. Now, before we slide into an in-depth look at girls 2A basketball here in the Valley, over at Vail Christian, the Saints girls basketball team, their program has a new head coach at the helm that the team's pretty excited about. Fresh out of Baylor University, the Texan, Savannah Webster, is already making an impact on the Saints girls basketball team. 
she's really on top of it and stays on our team, makes sure we're all on it and on time and punctual. Webster teaches mathematics at Vail Christian, but her passion revolves around the rock. This is her first head coaching job, and she's taking a unique approach. She just makes it feel like almost a family, like she's just like our sister, basically. It's not more of like, I'm better than you because I'm your coach kind of dynamic. It's more of just, we're all just great friends. And she makes it fun. She makes us work, but she makes it fun. And yet we're still a disciplined team. To these girls, Coach Webster is already one of them. She explains fitting into their culture is her intention as the new leader of the Saints program. I want them to love the sport and I want them to have fun. I want to be on their team. And so getting to be with them and let them know I'm not going to ever make them do something that I wouldn't do. I want them to love the sport. I want them to want to come back. I want them to be excited about practicing games. And so that's kind of a goal that I had going in. So Webster believes winning games will come this season as the camaraderie on her team continues to grow. On the season, Vail Christian girls basketball is sitting at 1-1. One one. They won their first game of the season, the season opener against Lake County, but would later drop their next game against Plateau Valley. The Saints play their next scheduled game of the season against Gilpin County. Well, CU football may have not performed as well at the end of the season as we may have liked to see, but many individuals on that team had success over the course of this season, and one in particular really stood out. Colorado's sophomore wide receiver and cornerback Travis Hunter was named the recipient of the 2023 Paul Hornum Award, which was announced by the Louisville Sports Commission Wednesday. Hunter has been deemed one of the most dynamic players of the modern era as he successfully played both sides of the ball at the FBS level in a Power 5 conference, which I definitely was shocked to see while watching him play this season, but He's impressive. Hunter did miss three games this season due to the injury he sustained against Colorado State in week three at Folsom Field, but he still played the most snaps of any regular season college football player in the FBS. Hunter is the first player in the last 25 seasons with 50-plus receptions and three or more interceptions. The only comparable season to Hunter's comes from Georgia's Champ Bailey back in 1998 when he had 47 receptions for 744 yards and five touchdowns offensively, along with three interceptions on defense. It was a blast watching Hunter play this year at Folsom Field, and I assume he'll only get better and even more involved in the game when next season rolls around, so stay tuned for that. Travis Hunter made a lot of splashes over the course of the Buffs season, and you can only expect him to do even more next year with Dion's second year at the helm. But uh, make sure to continue coming back to us for all the latest sports coverage here in the Valley and beyond. We'll see you next time. Good morning,
My name is Tyler Alvarez. Uh, I work here at Sweet Basil in Vail. I'm a bartender here. I originally came to Vail to snowboard. I slept on my sister and my cousin's couch for what was supposed to be a week, turned into two months, and then I found my own spot, and then kind of made friends and worked different places in the valley and kind of just fell in love with it more and more every single day and ended up finding my way to Sweet Basil through some friends who had worked here and all the great things that I heard about it. And yeah, I've been here for four years now. It, it's hard to wake up in Vail and, and be upset when you look outside. It's just beautiful. My favorite part about working at Sweet Basil is definitely that I could be proud about everything that we're putting out, whether it's food, drinks. We also get to be really creative here. Uh, the bartenders, the, the whole team here, we, we workshop our menus every season, so we'll start with a spirit or an ingredient, and then we get to be really creative and, and make a whole project of it. And then when we get the final product, it's, it's a drink that we're all really proud of for the whole menu, and that's super fun, just being able to be creative and, and work with new things. And the most fun cocktails to make, though, are definitely the ones that we get to create from scratch. When people take a sip and say, oh my god, this is delicious, or they just love it. And that's probably the most fun for me, the, the, the creativity behind it and making unique cocktails. That For me, that would be the most fun drink to make, just the, the one that you start from scratch and then people are excited about. I'm Tyler. I live and work in Vail. Come see me at Sweet Basil. Welcome back. It's Kimberly with the TV8 Weather Center. Let's take a look at today's forecast as well as the next few days because we have a lot happening here in the weather. As you can see, 8 a.m., 30 degrees, so a little bit warmer out this morning. High of 40, but then it's really going to change drastically. Snow, 20% chance. Sun and clouds are mixing in. The winds will be coming from the west 15 to 25 miles per hour. So you can always tell when that storm is rolling in when the winds start to pick up. Moving into the hourly forecast, mostly sunny at 8 a.m., but then it starts to get more cloudy as we move throughout the day. 38 degrees for the high, 32 tonight, and those clouds will be covering the valley at 8 p.m., heading into that I-70 corridor. <laughs> Man, my maps are jumping all over the place today. I-70 corridor, Denver, 63 degrees for the high, so still seeing those summertime temperatures. Vail, 20% chance of snow and precipitation. 40 for the high with some cloud coverage. Eagle, a little bit warmer over there, 10% chance of precipitation, more sunshine than the rest of the valley. And Avon, we're just about a degree cooler than Eagle, but we've got that same snowy forecast that Vail does. Moving into the five-day snow coming in on Friday. 80% chance of those snow showers. High of 27, low of 12. We always love a good Friday snowstorm. That means it'll be great for the weekend. Saturday, partially cloudy, 30% chance of precipitation, 23 degrees for the high, and it is going to be a cold one Saturday night, 5 degrees. So if you're he heading to any of the screenings, make sure you bundle up. Sunday, partially cloudy. 33 degrees for the high, 18 for the low, just about the same low on Monday, but that high jumps up to 38 degrees, partial clouds. Same on Tuesday, just about 39 degrees and 19 for the low. So it's a chilly one, but if you want something to do instead of being outside, which we love the outside here, head into the kitchen. I made candied 
pretzel wreaths with Julio. So it was a very exciting one. Let's take a look. Now, welcome back to the show. I am honored and so excited because I have Julio from Conexion Latina joining me here today. I know you are always in the kitchen on your show, so it's yes. so fun to have you in the kitchen online. Well, thank you for the invite, <laughs> Kim. Yeah, I'm always doing stuff for our Spanish show, Conexion Latina, so you're just giving me ideas to bounce off of. So for everyone watching who watches Conexion Latina, who knows, maybe you'll see some of this on Conexion Latina as well. You know, it's, <laughs> it's a fun holiday festive yes. time and sharing is caring. So sharing is caring. We so. are here and we're going to make some delicious pretzel, candied pretzel wreaths. Love it. So it's, you're probably going, what in the world does that even mean? Well, it's super <laughs> simple. It's, it only involves a couple of ingredients. Yes. We have chocolate candy wafers. Or not chocolate, but just candy wafers, period. Then we've got Twizzlers, pull-apart Twizzlers. Yep. So you want to make sure that you have the pull and peel red vines or licorice sticks, whatever it is, because that gives it, you'll see what we're going to be yes. doing with it. Plus sprinkles and pretzels. So super simple. This t takes two layers of pretzels to make. But we're basically taking the pretzel and you're dipping it into your melted candy wafer. We've got green here because Love it. Christmas we're doing wreath. Christmas wreaths, you know? yes. So what we're going to do is you're basically, and we can each start making one on our own get this out of the way Absolutely. as well. But you need about um, about six pretzels make one ring. Yes. So you just take the bottom of your pretzel, you dip it in that candy, that chocolate candy, just like that. And this is a fun activity to do if you've got family, friends, kids. Yeah, doing a kid, especially they're going to be on break here soon. So if we're yeah. looking for activities to do at home with the kids, you just want to it make, seems like. You just place it right so there. So we just kind of dip it halfway. Dip it halfway, just on that bottom layer. You can Perfect. dip the bottom one a little bit more than halfway just so that it shows because you're going to be sticking we're a second be layer that. on top of it. Perfect. Yeah. So you're just going to dip too. it just like that. I'm going to try one. Nice and simple right next to each other because we're making a circle out of them. Yeah, so pretty, pretty simple, right? You just kind of nice toss it one side. Nice and pretty straightforward. Straightforward. And now we're working with candied chocolate, so we've got three so far. Yeah, There's so looking good. As you can see, the circle is starting to be made. We're yes. just going to keep grabbing it. So the fun part about this is, is you've got to let it set, but once it's set, it makes this really fun Super candy Super cute, rate. yeah. And you can really do it in any kind of variation that you want to. You know, because not all Christmas wreaths are green. Yeah, you know? it's just different colors, different... Any sort of candy milk Different that you candies, want to do. exactly, yeah. You can do a white chocolate. We like to use the white chocolate on the show often. <laughs> Let me all right. dip some of that off. Yeah, you want to just shake that off there. So we've got one, two, three, four, five, six. So then I'll kind of just... You just squeeze them all together. Squeeze them together. And once they're set, I feel like that's going to be stuck on there. Yeah, They're going to be glued on there. That's the bottom one. So then the top layer, just okay. about the same, except here's the difference. You're going to offset it from the bottom one. So I made that nice and dipped in there, and you're just going to put it on top in just between. like that, in between. So you can Got kind it. of see it's a nice little layer. Yeah. It's added depth and dimension. It's coming together. It, and it really is. Of course, I'm wearing a white shirt when we're doing this, <laughs> so I'm hoping I won't get any stains on my shirt. You know, candy melts, it should wash out pretty good. Let it dry. You just get a little goo gone. It'll come yes. right out. But it is a little bit of a messier one, so if you have children... You know, you want to make sure that you cover all surfaces. But yep. the chocolate, the candy melt is a little bit on the hot side, so you just want to be safe. But what I did to melt these, and this is the easiest and the best part, is you literally put the candies in a bowl, and you just melt them. They're like little round wafers, so almost like a small poker chip. And you're just going to melt them into the microwave. Roll them in the microwave. 30-second increments. So okay. melt it, 30 seconds, stir it up, melt it again, stir it up, and you just continue that process until it's the desired consistency that you want it to be. Perfect. Yeah, and I love it. It's super easy to work with. 
It really is. It, oh, oh, just dropped one in there. <laughs> he dropped one that. in there, so we'll go ahead and add mine to it. So, to make it yes. Easier. There we go. So as you can see there, so this top layer just is a little smaller, so you're just going to push it right in there. Now here's the fun part. Is this where these come in? The sprinkles. So you, can, the... you can sprinkle it, and I'll make the bow okay. if you want to. So the bow, you're going to take your pull-apart licorice. Yes. And we pulled it apart already. You can simply just rip it in half. Okay. That chocolate melts all over my fingers, but that's okay. Uh, you're going to rip it in half there, and then you're just going to twist it into a little bow, and it almost looks like a pretzel or a bow here. And then you just push your little fingers down on it so it sticks together. Perfect. And there is yeah. our bow. So we'll pop it on here. So if you just want to... So sprinkles first? The sprinkles first. Just wherever you think it looks good. And then I'll stick the we'll bow where you kinda, feel like. And these are super festive too. I love it. Festive love and the fun colors. colors. Yeah. Looks great to me. That looks good? Yeah. And then you're just going to take this bow and you're going to stick it. Pop it on there. Right. I love how the licorice just kind of sticks to itself. Well, it, it should. It does. I didn't press it down hard enough. We'll I kind of want to try one myself. Yeah, so you just kind of loop it around. Just loop it around just like that. And you just pinch it in the middle. And you can also take some of the candy melt. Let's say we were using like a toothpick or something. And, and then put it on the back side as like a tack or a glue. Yes. How's it coming? I think. <laughs> Got it? I think so. Just like that. Kinda Perfect. Looks okay. And then you just put it on wherever you want to put the wreath on it. Um, we'll just kind of put it on there. And just stick it on and you just press it down. Make sure that it stays. And yeah, then you just it. let these sit at room temperature for okay, yeah, you know, let the chocolate, maybe, let the candy melt set. Let the candy melt set. I'd say let I would if I were you, I'd let it sit out at room temperature for okay. maybe an hour. And then if you really want to make sure that it's good and solid, pop them in the fridge. Yes. And then it makes this gorgeous little Christmas wreath that's fun to give out as gifts or whatever yeah. you need to. I love it. But that nice is a little holiday treat. Nice little holiday treat. Super simple, lots of fun. Four ingredients. You need green candy melts, pretzels licorice twist and sprinkles and that is there it. you have it super simple right. well stay tuned we have a bit more here on the show we'll be right back after this good morning Bell. did you know that all eagle county residents and visitors can get a free eagle valley library district card all you need is a photo id you get our online databases and resources free music free streaming all from wherever you have internet access. Free audiobooks and e-audiobooks straight to your phone. Go into your Eagle Valley Library District branch today and get your library card. Familia, estamos muy emocionados de por fin presentarles nuestro nuevo programa completamente en español, Conexión Latina, que se estrena este lunes 21 de agosto a partir de las 7 de la tarde. Por el momento, el programa se transmitirá los lunes, miércoles y viernes de 7 a 7 y media de la tarde, con una repetición de 7 y media a 8. Así que no hay excusas para perdértelo. Te recuerdo que puedes sintonizar nuestra programación a través del canal 92 de Comcast, nuestra página web cba.com y nuestra página de Facebook CBA Conexión Latina. Acompáñanos en esta nueva aventura llena de información y entretenimiento local. No te lo pierdas. Fishing or whatever else we can come up with. 
I'm so excited to share all of that with you in my new segment, Outdoor Adventures. Don't forget to catch up with us every day right here at TV8Vale or at TV8Vale.com because there's always more for you on 92. Do you have an interesting hobby or skill you'd like to share for Vale Valley? We want to hear from you. We're looking for people to share their musical, artistic, culinary, woodworking, athletic, or technical talents on Good Morning Vale. If you'd like to share your talents with the community, email danielle at tvavail.com. Join the community conversation. There's more for you on 92. Welcome back to the show. I am very excited about this interview. Mindy Thomas and Guy Raz, best-selling authors, I should say, A Galactic Guide to the Universe and Beyond. I cannot wait to talk to the both of you. How are you doing? Good morning, Gretchen. Good morning. Good morning. Sorry to cut you off. Good morning. <laughs> I am so excited to talk to out this book a little bit ago and it is beautiful. I love the colors. I love that it teaches you something and that it's so much fun to read. How did you guys get this idea? So this is actually the uh, the third book in our Wow in the World series. We also have a fact book and an activity book, but I think for this, uh, for Wow in Space, we wanted to touch on something that interests kids when it comes to science. Our first book was The How and Wow of the Human Body. Our second book was all about animals, Wow in the Wild. And this time we wanted to go out of the world and uh, <laughs> explore, explore the universe. And it's so fascinating. There's so many fun things for kids to learn about, and we want to present it in a really fun way. I love that. And I heard that you two have done a podcast together and it's very, very well known. And these wow books have become amazing and people are so into it. How did you guys meet? First of all, we met, um, I was a fan of Mindy's show on Sirius XM that she used to do. Okay. And we decided that we, both of us love children's education and making education fun for kids. So we decided to start a podcast seven years ago. It's called Wow in the World. And today we're very lucky that it's one of the top kids and family podcasts uh, out there. And through Wow in the World, which is essentially a cartoon for the ear, it's a it's a fantasy journey through science, real science in every episode. We decided to start writing books about scientific subjects, but to make them really fun. So we did one on the human body and one on animals. And this one, of course, is about space because you know, space is limitless. It's so inspiring. And kids love learning about space. And so we decided to write a book that can appeal to kids, you know, as young as five and all the way to 12, even 13 years old. There's real science in this book, but there's also a lot of fun and, and jokes and games. That's what I was going to say. So I was looking through the book and there are so many amazing fun facts. It's gorgeous. 
happening. And I've noticed there's little cartoons of both of you. And you guys are just so, I love the bright costumes. You have your own era vibe. And it shows throughout the book. It's pretty neat that the whole thing is about both of you and the wow in space, teaching kids through the fun, through the beauty, and learning about all things space and the colors and facts. Thanks. Yeah, we're really proud of this book. It's I feel like it's a real extension of our podcast, but for kids who don't even know the podcast, we hope that you check it out. Yeah. And then maybe you could find out in the world through these books, but you're going to learn something. You're going to laugh a lot. There's going to be, there's lots in here to make you say, wow. Yeah. And that's you. Well, and Mindy and Guy, yeah. I was wondering through this book, especially about in the world, about in space, what was the one thing that you guys both really, maybe separately learned um, that you didn't know about space before? Well, in my case, I learned, I did not know. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of things I don't know about space and a lot of things that, that inspire me about space, like the fact that there are 400 billion planets in our own galaxy. You know, yeah. it's possible probable probable that one of them has life on it you know but um one fact that comes to mind that i really didn't know is that you actually if you're an astronaut in space um you you feel like you need to go pee all the time because <laughs> gravity moves the fluid in your body all around and so it just makes you feel like you have to go to the bathroom all yeah, the time i True love fact. that <laughs> i love it and, and on that note, I would say that uh, it's really fascinating that when you go to outer space, these astronauts on the International Space Station are actually around two inches taller in space than they are here on Earth because you don't have what? gravity kind of compressing your spinal column. So in space, everything kind of spreads out. Even your your bones are kind of spreading out there. And then you're a little taller up there. But when you come back down to Earth, you got to you're going to shrink a little bit. Yep. Okay, those are both a very interesting um, factoids, and Mindy, I don't know if I love that because I'm six foot six foot tall, so I'd be six foot two. I think I'll stay on Earth for a little bit. <laughs> That's amazing. I love I love these little fun facts. How long did it take you guys to write this book? Oh, Books. yeah. No, yeah, ahead, I mean we're we're working on so many things at the same time, right. so it's hard to say. I don't know, year, year and a half, something like that. But we're working on lots of things all at the same time. So, uh, but the, the, I think the bigger thing is when you finish writing a book, you got to be very patient for it to finally come out. Right. So yes. We're that this day is finally here. Well, yeah. it seems like you guys are doing amazing, obviously. Podcasts, books, etc. You both are a vibe. Definitely. I love your energy. I love the look. What is next? What is next for you guys? Well, we've got, um, of course, our podcast, Wow in the World, which continues to thrive and grow. We've got some new shows coming out. We've got a children's podcast company, so we make oh, lots cool. of different podcasts. Uh, and Very there's, cool. a, and there may be another book Ooh. coming out, you know, coming along in, in the next uh, year or so. Well, I think that's amazing. I want to throw out there. I think you guys should do fashion as well because I like both of your looks. So I like it. <laughs> I can't wait to see all the great things. I will follow both of you and thank you so much. I love this book. I think I'm going to just, gonna, I'm going to have to keep it and read through it. I think it's brilliant. Thank you guys so much. Amazing. Thank you, yeah, Gretchen. <laughs> have a great day, guys. And keep it right here. Of course. Keep it right here. We have more of the show to come. Good morning, Bell. 
Snap Harvest, your local marketplace for fresh, locally produced products. Our indoor farmer's market is open seven days a week, featuring locally grown organic produce, prepared meals, honey from our nap nectar hive, furniture, cutting boards, and much more. We source and sell locally grown and produced products from the Vale and Roaring Fork Valleys. Visit us at our new location in Eagle Ranch, 717 Sylvan Lake Road, next door to Color Coffee Roasters. America was built on a love for the outdoors. We are a nation of sportsmen, blessed with magnificent natural resources. With broad interests across water and field, we are united in our devotion to nature and conservation. Join us every week for the best shows celebrating the outdoor lifestyle. Outdoor America. Live free. You're in vacation mode, and you need a flexible home tour experience that fits into your schedule. We've transformed how you view and buy homes in the Vale Valley. With immersive, cutting-edge technology, you can explore properties 10 times faster. In our lounge, we guide you through this digital world on a 16-foot screen where you can imagine your next home in comparison to your favorite recreational spots. Say goodbye to multi-day home tours and hello to a quick stop between your other plans. That's the power of the immersion theater. I'm Amy Goodman, host of Democracy Now! Our independent news hour offers diverse perspectives and unique opinions often unheard in the mainstream media, live as the news unfolds. Tune in for Democracy Now!, The War and Peace Report, weekday mornings at 9 and evenings at 6 on TV8 Vale, Comcast Xfinity, Channel 92. There's more for you on Channel 92. Welcome back to the show. Now, today is a very special day for us here in the Valley because it is the start of the Vail Film Festival. Joining me today to talk about his unique film is writer, director, Paul. Paul, how are you this morning? I'm good. How are you? Uh, I'm so great. So you are the writer, director of this incredible film, Fluorescent Beast. Tell me all about it. I am indeed. <laughs> uh, so Fluorescent Beast is a, uh, a black comedy, a, a surreal comedy, uh, kind of all about living in, in the corporate life we all have now. So the premise is about a guy who works for a large corporation in an office, kind of a middling job, pushing numbers around seemingly meaninglessly. He's summoned to a big meeting with a mysterious high-level executive who sends him on a big, mysterious, high-level uh, uh, business trip. But he won't tell him what it's about. It's so secret they won't even tell him what he's supposed to be doing. So the film is him trying to kind of unravel the mystery of what he's actually doing on this business trip. It's, uh, it's the, the idea behind the film is that if what if all the pressures of being an adult 
the work pressures, the home pressures, all the pressures we have. What if instead of that being a happenstance of modern living, what if that was actually a created, focused, conscious conspiracy designed to target you and, and eat your dreams. So, you know, I, I can say that I know all too well about that corporate, uh, corporate cog in the wheel in the cog, or I guess cog in the wheel, whatever you, you want to call it. I was watching yeah, the trailer. You are a cog. I could just mm-hmm. literally relate to every single scenario that the main character was going through. So talk to me about the writing process. You know, how did you come up with this idea? You, you ex- explained the premise of it, but like, where did it, what made you decide that this is what you wanted to make into a film? Uh, well, I mean, I think it comes from the idea that we all we all kind of have two selves, right? We have the self that we really truly believe that we are the little artist or or whoever, and then we have the self we have to kind of, you know, go go on the you know the the little wheel of life and do things for you know the the job self and the you know the family self and all the responsibilities self, and we find these little cracks in our lives where we're trying to fill with who we really are, whether it's an artistic pursuit or a hobby or like, I'm really a fisherman or whatever it is. And I, I don't know, I, I, I'm like anybody else. I, I feel the same way. Um, so I just, I don't know. It, it came from that. It came from sort of a frustration of trying to like <laughs> find the cracks in my day to be who I really am. Uh, and that's how I did it. So I'm a, I'm a filmmaker, um, but I also write for, for TV and that's my corporate job mm-hmm. and then making my own artistic movies is sort of my the, the thing I'm trying to find time to do and I think it was trying to find time to write a movie that made me write a movie but finding time to write a movie or to you know to be my true self <laughs> it, it really is it's all very meta it's all very meta but it's funny we you know, screened at a few festivals before this and I think of it as a comedy I mean it's it's I hopefully it's funny in a weird quirky way but people after screening seem to be really affected by it emotionally. You know, people come up to go, I work in, I work in the pharmaceutical industry and this is exactly the corporate speak that I'm constantly subjected to. And I haven't, you know, been able to get back to, you know, my music that I like to do in, you know, five years. And like, I really, and it's just amazing that people take away what they do from it, which is a much more emotional uh, reaction than I normally would have expected from a, you know, a film that's supposed to be kind of funny. <laughs> well, it definitely is funny, and I, I love um, like the editing and the directing and the cutting and the different ways that you. Um, it's very unique from that perspective as well. So, talk well, to me you. about filming. You know what? What was the vision that you had behind this, and is the end result exactly what you wanted? Well, I mean, you always try to get as close to what's in your head as possible. But you know, when you make a film, you also discover things along the way. Um, I cast the film with actors that I knew, so entirely. So. I knew coming in, I kind of had people that fit the parts really well. Um, and yeah, we kind of wanted to go for so sort of a, um, I don't know, we, we had a, um, a double feature screening uh, before we started making the film with the cast and crew. And I showed them After Hours, the Martin Scorsese film, but the guy who's in Soho and cannot get home. And I showed them Barton Fink, which is a Coen Brothers movie where John Turturro plays a writer in 1940s Hollywood trying to, trying to uh, write a wrestling picture for a studio. Um, and I sort of, those were sort of our touchstones as to where we wanted to go tonally with the film and find, cause it is, it's an unusual tone to find mm-hmm. this kind of this weird, surreal, quirky way of coming at the world. Um, but that, yeah, I mean, I'm very happy with, with how it came out and how we shot it. We shot it, uh, in Los Angeles kind of in pieces over time, which allowed us to really find some unique locations that we normally on a film of this budget couldn't have afforded. So, mm-hmm. well, without giving it away, you know, I, I think, 
you, I love the directness of the lines of the visual piece of it. It's It looks great, so I cannot wait to see it here at the Vail Film Festival. Tell us when it is playing, all of the details, give us more. Oh, yes. Well, it's playing uh, Saturday, uh, the 9th, this Saturday, obviously, at 4.30 p.m. at the Cascade One Theater at the Grand Hyatt Hotel. Wonderful. Well, Paul, I love your vision. I love your energy. The trailer of Fluorescent Beast just looks absolutely incredible. Cannot wait to see the full the full feature, so we appreciate it. And uh, best oh. of luck to you in all of your future ventures. But before we get off of the screen here, we're going to show the trailer. Oh, excellent. Thank you. <laughs> You wanted to see me? Someone high up has requested a meeting with you. You've been summoned. Nelson Shell? You are Nelson Shell. Yes? I have a task for you to perform, Shell. It may or may not be easy, it may or may not be pleasant, but it must be done. Don't forget to let out the dog. Do you know what you are? Yeah. Do you think you're a man? Yeah. You are not a man. You. Yeah. Are a cog. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm a what? A cog. You are a specifically designed, yeah. well-crafted, grooved gear. Welcome, Mr. Yeah. Shell. Nestled deep into the workings of a large machine. Yeah. Mr. Shell, you have a call. I am yeah. giving you the task for which you've been designed. Yeah. In which you will not waver. That's messed up. Yeah. In which you will not hesitate. Yeah. And in which you yeah. will not fail. Yeah. What am I being asked to do? Mr. Shell, we have made it perfectly clear that we will make this perfectly clear. Eyepieces of Veil has been a fixture in the Veil community for over 30 years. From designer frames and sunglasses to high-performance sports frames, prescription goggles and in-demand accessories like helmets, goggle lenses, and foldable reading glasses, our inventory raises the optical bar. Visit one of our seven locations today and see why generations of loyal customers return time after time for our unmatched service and inventory. Eyepieces, the art of vision. Did you know that all Eagle County residents and visitors can get a free Eagle Valley Library District card? All you need is a photo ID. You get our online databases and resources, free music, free streaming, all from wherever you have internet access. Free audiobooks and e-audiobooks straight to your phone. Go into your Eagle Valley Library District branch today and get your library card. Good morning, Bill. 
back in the kitchen. I'm so excited. Gretchen, you and I haven't been in the kitchen together in, in a long time. Since I very first started with Good Well, Morning it Joe. might be because I'm not the best in the <laughs> kitchen, but I've seen you do a lot in the kitchen, and I'm stoked to learn. And this was something I think that would be easy and fun. Absolutely. Well, I think what Gretchen is referring to is we're making a, capri yes. a Christmas caprese, caprese salad. salad. Yes. So you know what that means. We gotta make it look like a Christmas, Christmas tree. tree. Yes, <laughs> and I love it because it's super simple. The ingredients are very few and far be in between. And I know you're a little bit more of a tenured uh, cook and chef. <laughs> I am not, and so this is easy for everyone. Yeah. So it's just fun and it's light. It's great, yeah. especially if you're going to a party or you know you want to. You're hosting people. Yes. You don't have to cook. All you have to do is assemble. So yes. three simple ingredients are the main part. But we also have some balsamic vinegar to add at the end if we if you want to. But some people like to keep that on the side. I love this too because I actually love caprese salad. So this is going to be bomb. I'm it's going to be so great. Cute it really is. So we're going to make it look like a Christmas tree, and the best way to do that is to just layer each um, each little piece as you want to. So let's go yes. ahead and start. So do you want to start with the mozzarella? Do you want to start with the tomato? Let's start with the tomato. Okay, okay. awesome. So I would say we're just going to make a small one because this is for a small dinner party. Yes, uh, our breakfast. Us <laughs> too, right now. <laughs> it's true. So if I, I would do maybe like let's start with like five slices and just kind of layer it along the bottom there and you can like stack them on top of each other if you want to um or we'll start with three our plate's not that big here we can yeah there we go we'll improvise we can so there we go let's go ahead and we'll move this out of the way so we can see everything awesome there we go this is a little bit warm because we okay. were cooking up some things <laughs> like, earlier. Awesome, and then we can start with the with the next uh, with the next layer. So if okay, you want to do, perfect. if you want to start with the basil, and then I'll go ahead and get this. This and is one of my favorite favorite things. You can get fresh mozzarella sliced at the grocery store, so you don't even have to worry about it. I'm telling you, this is a foolproof, <laughs> so easy. easy appetizer to bring to a party, and you can make it as big as you want to. Ooh, it you, you smells know, good. As too. far I, I love the smell of fresh basil. Me as well. Yeah, it looks great. And then, you know, we've got that first couple layers, and we're going to add some cheese onto it. Yes. Ooh. And Do I love how easy this is. It's literally the easiest. You know, this cheese, you want fresh mozzarella is unique to mozzarella Going in the, the store <laughs> because it's got actually, um, it's like in water, which keeps it nice and moist. Mm -hmm. So we can actually just yeah, put that down you. there. <laughs> Thanks, girl. Holding it's not necessarily the best for, for all of that. So as you can see, we're starting to shape the tree. Question, looking stunning. Okay. We're going to keep going. Let's have one Should more. One more? Yeah, okay. let's do one more. And then we'll start with the tomatoes. And then you just kind of build build the tree build how the you tree. want to. Well, and I love that this is great for a holiday party because it's, it's cute, it's easy, and also it's really light and healthy, too. Yeah, it looks great. So I know during, it. <laughs> yeah, during the holidays, we all like to indulge, you know, a little bit. But this is nice if you're going to try to keep a little, like, trim and lean and still have some it's fun. True. It gives you that pizza flavor, but no pizza. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's not going to work. <laughs> and, yeah, all you have to do is just kind of keep layering it, as you can see here. Um, I like to put a balsamic glaze. Uh, we do not have some, but you've got just regular balsamic oh. here. Uh, moving on to the cheese. We're, we're, getting, on, ooh, we're on to the cheese now. There we go. Next round. I'm excited. There we go. It's a race to the end, Kim. It <laughs> I'm is. excited. It looks great. It's cute, awesome. right? Yeah. Let's, I'm just going to do this. Just oh, so you yeah. can see Help that it. green a little bit more. Make Help it nice and out. festive. And caprese salad is Christmas colors, red, green, and white. Well, and I love this too because so often um, maybe your kids or your um, nieces and nephews want to help out or grandkids, et cetera. It's, it's and this true. is a really easy, fun. It really is. And now I think we're coming up to the end yes. of our tree here. While Gretchen lays that out, I'm going to trim a star. Let's see how this turns out to I put on the this. top of our tree. I just took a paring knife here. 
I'm just kind of cutting it. We'll see how successful it is. But if you are not comfortable with freehanding a star, <laughs> I would suggest um, getting a cookie, cookie cutter. cutter. Yes, yeah. that's so cute. And I love that you the options are endless. You the can do whatever you want with are it. are endless. Know? And I saw even you can get some glitter um, and throw it over. So that's kind edible of fun Edible glitter. Too. Yes, edible glitter is all, all right. the rage these my days. My tree is, or my star, not I looking at its best. Great. Well, it kind of it's broke. It's unique. It has it's character. Unique. You know, we're just going to go ahead and do and separate this really quickly. And I think it's really cute. Oh, there we I go. love it. There is our tree. Now, you can pour some balsamic over it if you want to, but I don't know about you, Gretchen. I think it's cute. But we've got some extra mozzarella. Oh. I'm going to have some. In Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> I love it. This mm. is really cute. And you can snack on it as you are in the kitchen. Love this idea. I love it. Gretchen is so passionate about this. I was so excited to be able to do this yeah. on air with you today. Well, it was so sweet because I sent uh, Kim the picture, and I'm like, this is something I think I can do. And we made it work. Literally, so you. you nailed it. This looks like a Christmas tree. Nailed it. It's gorgeous. It's nice and fresh. If you could smell the aroma of the yes. basil, the How tomato, cute. and the mozzarella. I love this. It's perfect. But easy holiday appetizer. Bring it to your next party. And we are really loving doing this. So... Do you make this often at home? You know, I love caprese salads. It's one of our favorites um, at in the Snyder household where I made a name with my family. And yeah, I love it, but I've never made this. I think this is going to be a holiday tradition. Now. It I'm really, super into it. I love having like, you know, it, it gives homage to, to Italy, right? Yes. I love I having love Italian them. food during the holiday season. A hundred percent. It reminds me of like just family and being around the table. I agree. And well, and it looks so cute. That's the thing too. I love making things that taste good and look good because as you know, when I cook, sometimes things don't look so great, but they taste good. So this is a win-win. I mean, right you, you nailed this. If you can see our, our Christmas tree. Another fun thing that you can do is if you wanted to um, take Beautiful. a piece of mozzarella, if you have a bigger plate yeah, and you can make like a stump, you can yes. really kind of do everything that you want to. Well, that's what I was thinking too. We could add some pepper and make like little ornaments. I mean, you the, the options are endless. They really are. So and, and it's just good. a fun assembly. People love seeing characters and things made out of food. Like I love it. I think we killed it, Kim. I'm I think impressed. we nailed it. I'm proud. Whoa, we I'm did proud. a great job. So Caprese Christmas, have a best, like, Go enjoy. Go celebrate. It's Friday. Or no, it's Friday Eve. So make <laughs> this on your weekend. It's going to be a fun one. We'll be right back after this. Good morning, Bell. At Revival Boutique Med Spa, we take an integrative and holistic approach to skincare, focusing on the bigger picture when treating our clients. We use only result-driven and science-based products that contain clean, organic, wild-crafted, and research-based ingredients. From injectables, facials, to body contouring, we offer anything related to looking your best self. Find us in the Riverwalk in Edwards. For a complete list of services, visit us online at RevivalVale.com. Follow us on Instagram at Valley. Fall in love with your skin again. There's lots to love at Revival. Mind. Body. Beauty. When people think of world-class destinations, they're drawn to a place that provides opportunities for fine dining, shopping, superior lodging, exciting events, and unparalleled outdoor activities. Park City, Utah and Vail, Colorado are renowned destinations for travelers and extraordinary homes for residents. Feature your exceptional products and services in these two luxury communities. Advertise with Park City Television and TV8 Vail. Contact us today. Do you love the outdoor lifestyle? Make sure you tune in every day at 8 p.m. to catch Scoreboard Nation. 
It's an outdoor lifestyle show dedicated to your three favorite mountain towns, Vail Beaver Creek, Park City, and Reno Tahoe. Join us for an incredible venture. Find us on TV8 Vail, Park City Television, or at thescoredboardnation.com. We can't wait to see you there. You're watching K34QB, Vail, Colorado. Here we are. It's Thursday, December 7th. I'm your host, Kimberly Perot. Joining me in studio in this wonderful second hour is the fabulous Gretchen Pleshaw. We've got lots in store, but it is the start of the Vail Film Festival, and we love how unique this festival is to our community. We've got so many conversations about so many fantastic films. So stay tuned. Hour two of Good Morning Vail starts right now. Happy Thursday. Hopefully you're having a great morning. Let's take a look at that weather outside. 8 a.m. 30 degrees, a high of 40 degrees. Sun and clouds mixed and a 20% chance of snow. 8 a.m. 30 degrees, mostly sunny. Noon 38 with a little bit of cloud coverage coming in, partly cloudy. 4 p.m. the same, 38 degrees. 8 p.m. 32 and mostly cloudy. So gorgeous day ahead. Eagle 44, Avon 43, Vail 40 degrees in Denver. 63 degrees and sunny. Oh my goodness, not feeling like Christmas time in, in Denver. Tonight, a low of 24 degrees, snow 80% chance, cloudy with snow showers, sunset at 4.42 p.m. Let's take a look at that five-day forecast. Friday, snow and 27 degrees. Saturday, Sunday, 23, 33 degrees. And Monday, Tuesday, 38 and 39 degrees. So gorgeous week ahead for the and weekend for the Vail Film Festival. Beaver Creek Snow Report, nine lifts open, 17 trails open, and 7% of the train. So looking pretty dang good right about now. And then the snow report, we have 51 inches for the season total, and the base depth is 29 inches. Remember the lift hours, 9 to 4 p.m. to ski and shred your heart out. Vail Mountain, 12 lifts open, 87 trails open, and 31% of the train open. And then the snow report for Vail Mountain, 68 inches is the season total base depth 36 inches. So it looks like we're going to be getting some snow for Friday, which is pretty exciting for the Vail Film Festival, and then some clear skies for the rest. So we get a little sunshine, rain, snow. One never knows in these mountain towns of ours. <laughs> I always say it. It's, it rings true. It's true. And, you know, we may have a few flurries today as well. So start bundling up because it's going it to be on. an interesting one. <laughs> but, you know, speaking of, we've got goggles. Goggles. We've got the bundles, all of the things. So we love eyepieces of Vail. Yes. You know, you've been there several times. I love eyepieces of Vail. There's eight stores, eight locations now. It's insane. And I just dig that when you walk in, they help you with your style. What actually looks good, I learned. Thank you, men and women over there. <laughs> um, and it's just great. They really help you out with what's functional and fashionable. So. They really do. And, you know, they have several different brands and lot the latest and greatest yes. on 
fashion, luxury, and functional. So speaking of, we've got a handful of goggles here with us today. And I love <laughs> this particular goggle. Yes, because it is pink and I love to rock the pink. I used to wear only hot pink um, pants back in the day in honor of breast cancer awareness. And I love this, but also I adore this goggle for so many reasons. The main reason being this functional and fashionable. Um, it's really easy if you have your I love the mag the piece. technology. There we go, the magnetic. Yeah. Yes, the face mask. It's just brilliant. And it's so cool because the other day I was out skiing actually on Lion's Head area and it was really snowy. Then it stopped and it was bright sunshine. So I love it. It's so easy to change the lens as well as the face mask. Put it in your pocket and get ready and go. So it's You know, great. I feel like I've got, you know, a, a suntan, but really it's windburn. So I love this magnetic face it's covering amazing. that we've got on this one. Well, and I learned the hard way years ago. <laughs> I did not think face masks were cool I'm gonna be honest and now I'm like they're steezy it's so important that you can breathe better and your mouth at one point I remember I was trying to talk to a friend and nothing was happening because I was freezing <laughs> so you this know, is very being important. a redhead I'm very aware of making sure that I protect my fair skin so and face masks have always been a thing for me very, but these goggles are awesome well what else I love about what they've got are they have oak, the Oakleys and Oakleys are really incredible they are top-notch top of the line right now they've got this great prism technology on on their lenses, yes. which really just makes it look very, um, you know, very high tech 3D. You know, you can kind of see everything. And they, one of the things that they pride themselves on is that you don't have to interchange your lenses if you don't have to with the way that they've got that I fancy that. prism technology. But this one here, you know, it's just a, they're just really great. You kind of see, <laughs> see right through them here. And I know I might be trying out a pair of Oakleys this weekend. And you can see so much more clear you and can. so much, the difference is huge because I remember back in the day, you could just see straight ahead of you. And now you can see from side to side, which is huge, your peripheral. It looks <laughs> cute. I it really is. And you can see just how like, uh, I guess you could say concave is the word. No, how you're often right. You get Correct. To use that I word, am proud of you. Yes. Yeah, these are fantastic. <laughs> I love the Oakley prisms. And the Steezy case. And yeah. this is very important with traveling because we've talked about that, you and I. When you are packing, you need to have it protected. So Oakley and Anon, amazing. Yeah, so, you know, it's yeah. an investment. It's not just an accessory. But yeah. anyways, we've got a lot <laughs> happening about Vail Film Festival today. So make sure you tune in. There are so many unique films that are being shown and we've got so many guests here to talk about all of their projects. We'll be I right back. It. features top kid inventors who face off against each other to see who can come up with the most innovative and creative invention. And Think Big Kids acquire and showcase their skills in creativity, science, marketing, design, and don't forget, teamwork. Check your local listings and watch the world's most innovative kids. They create and invent new toys, games, websites, and new modes of transportation. Tune in to Think Big. America was built on a love for the outdoors. We are a nation of sportsmen, blessed with magnificent natural resources. 
with broad interests across water and field, we are united in our devotion to nature and conservation. Join us every week for the best shows celebrating the outdoor lifestyle. Outdoor America. Live free. Did you know that all Eagle County residents and visitors can get a free Eagle Valley Library District card? All you need is a photo ID. You get our online databases and resources, free music, free streaming, all from wherever you have internet access. Free audiobooks and e-audiobooks straight to your phone. Go into your Eagle Valley Library District branch today and get your library card. Hi, I'm Gretchen Fleshaw, host of TVA Fail. From fashion to food, from film to festivals, experience a unique look at the boutiques, spas, restaurants, and venues that make the Valley so special. Join me for Glitz and Glam. Find it in Good Morning Vale or at our website at tv8vale.com. I can't wait for our next adventure. Dog Tales is America's premier dog lovers magazine show. This series is all about dogs and the people who love them. Featuring dogs of all sizes, shapes, and breeds, keeping you up to date with all the latest news from the dog world. Sit back and enjoy a fun program for the whole family. Check your local listings and tune in to Dog Tales. Welcome back to Good Morning Vale. I am very excited. Corinne Hara, the film festival director, we'll say the director of the Vale Film Festival, we were just teasing about that, is sitting here with me. I am so stoked to see you. Corinne, how are you doing? Oh my goodness. I am doing fantastic. I am just ecstatic that the film festival is back in theaters. I feel the exact same way. And I know that we're going to take it back a little old school. Um, I think I have been, oh gosh, going to the Vale Film Festival almost 10 11 years. I don't even know. We won't date me, but we'll say double time. digits. Yes, a long time. And you have been involved since the very beginning. How did this all start? Um, it just started for my love of creativity yeah. and then coming to the mountain town and just finding this opportunity. And, yeah. you know, once you meet the festival team and the attendees and the filmmakers, it's kind of addicting. You can't get away. Oh my away. gosh. No, it totally <laughs> is. And we were saying before um, I moved to Vail, I lived in Denver and I used to come all the way from Denver to here to just see the Vail Film Festival. So this is a big part of what brought me to Vail is the film festival. Isn't Aww. that amazing to think about? I mean, it's wild. It's just, it's such a beautiful weekend of people celebrating films, talking, the energy. It is so addictive. That's the perfect word for it. And I just... I love it. I'm so excited. And it's back. I know that. How did you feel during those with COVID? It was online, which was awesome that they still did it. But are you feeling even more excited? It's back in person. You know, we were so fortunate to have that online experience to connect yeah. to an audience when we really needed to, to provide, you know, support for independent film. And 
everybody found a way to get together then. But now yeah. it's just, you know, even amplified. Coming back is just thrilling. Just knowing that connected yes. experience. Yeah, well, and it's energy. such a big difference seeing each other and being face to face and being able to talk about things and being able to like to watch the films together because I think that was a big part of it for me. I love being in that space and hearing when people laugh, seeing people cry, having that moment. But I have to give you guys props. You did a gorgeous job even when it was not face-to-face when it was online. I mean, that's a big undertaking in itself. We did what we could, and I agree with you wholeheartedly. That's why the the panels, the filmmaker reception, the Q&As, that's why they're so fantastic. Oh, I'm so excited. So what are you the most excited? That's such a loaded question. You can answer (laughs) any way you want to, not to put you on the spot, my friend, but (laughs) what are you the most excited about this year? I mean, the, the films are insane. I'm so excited. There's so many people coming back in live, coming back in person, you know, to do the Q&As, to have those moments, to watch the films, to be with the people watching them. What are you the most stoked for? Well, this year our program has really expanded. We've got over 70 films. 50 filmmakers are going to be here in person for the Q&As and filmmaker reception, parties, panels. Oh, Um, how did I forget about the parties? Hello, that's when we first... (laughs) (laughs) That's how we connected. Yeah, let's be real. (laughs) The parties are pretty amazing. (laughs) Just saying. (laughs) Yeah, and their great opening night is at the Colorado Ski Museum. Foods of Vela is going to be catering. Oh, wow. And then Latour is going to be doing mm. the closing night, and can't have a wrong bite there. Oh, ever. my gosh. Latour is amazing. Yeah. We love. So 50. You said 50 different filmmakers yes. are going to be in. So they're coming from all over the world, I'm assuming. Oh, yeah. It's an okay. independent film, and everything is it's international. So wow. we're so excited. And I was reading through all the films, and I can't even say, I'm being honest with you, one that I'm more the most excited for. Because I'd read one and read the synopsis, and I'd get excited, and then I'd read the next and get even more excited. <laughs> I mean, literally, it's so cool, and there's something for everyone. I really do want to point that out, because I dare say a lot of times people get a little nervous about film festivals. Have you seen this, where they're like, I want to, you know, so many people are so into it, and they don't know if they know the right or correct language or how to speak, and I'm like, oh, it's not about that. It's about your feeling. You go, and you just vibe, and it's, because I remember my first year, I was mm-hmm. talking to directors and producers before I even got into acting or TV or anything, and I was nervous, and then within 30 seconds, I was like, ooh, I found my crew. <laughs> you know, it's really, it's... um People are very receptive to others and very excited to share. exactly how we want this festival to be. It's really a networking event. It's very boutique. It's very veil. Like, this is where we want the ideas to start. So if you have these parties set up or these networking opportunities and have those conversations to engage you and inspire you to become an actor. You know what? This is a really beautiful moment I didn't think about before. Have you spoken to, because I know this had... This has to have happened at some point where someone went to the festival and got so inspired by the festival alone that they became a writer, a director, producer, an actress, an actor. Have you seen that at all? I'm sure. I'm sure it's happened. Yeah. One of the cool uh, stories that we have is about Chasing Chasing Amy, a student yes. uh, filmmaker that was here. Yes, yes, yes. That was inspired by Kevin Smith's movie Chasing Amy, who was a VIP before a I tribute award winner. I forgot about that. Yeah, I was and there. And so that film is here. Yeah, you were probably yes. part of one of the conversations. Oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't even put that together. See, yeah. that's brilliant. That is it's so amazing. small connections everywhere. Well, yeah. and this year, it seems like we, uh, the Cascade, obviously, mm-hmm. is amazing. I love that space. 
Um, Chasing Rabbits is getting involved, which have you been there yet? Oh, Chasing Rabbits is pretty incredible. It's got a nice cabaret feel. The screens are amazing. The sound is incredible. And if you want to get like that additional hearing experience, they offer headphones in one of our theaters, which also doubles for hearing impaired. That's really brilliant. Yeah. Oh, you know, girl, I'm not going to lie to you with the radio. I think I am. So, I'm slowly going down that path. So I might be one of those humans. I think that's brilliant just to have that experience even more elevated. That's so cool. So Cascade, Chasing Rabbits, yeah. and then uh, Parties Latour mm-hmm. and the Colorado Museum. And then there are Q&A. This is my favorite part. You know, the, <laughs> the Q&As. Can you tell us a little bit about that, about speaking to different filmmakers, directors, et cetera? Yeah, so you know when you're watching something and you have that question of, oh, that's an interesting take on that. I wonder how that happened or what inspired it. You get to ask it right there after the film. I love Mm that. You know I love that. Yeah. (laughs) Well, and I do have to uh, say this as well. Sometimes I think people, again, might feel a little nervous going in there. It is such a safe space. I remember, again, the first time I went in and I was sitting there and I had all these questions in my mind. My heart was fluttering and I asked my first question and then I couldn't stop. (laughs) I was so excited because people were so receptive and it's just a really special community. Oh, yeah. And we're, again, just thankful for everybody that has supported us in in making it happen again this year. That's so neat. And Sean and Scott Cross are the brothers that have brought it all together, brought it to Mm -hmm. life. Um, Are they going to be in attendance this year? Oh, yeah. They're around. You'll see them floating around. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. They're around. (laughs) That's so fun. So as you're um, being the kind of queen of the Vale Film Festival, you truly, you do. You see, you do everything. What um, does your job exactly entail? Just a lot of talking to some incredibly talented people. Oh, you're awesome. What an awesome answer. (laughs) This is why we love you. (laughs) Well, I can't wait to see you. Vail Film Festival, where can everyone check it out and get a rundown of the schedule, et cetera? Oh, just check out our website, veilfilmfestival.com. We've got three different pass levels. If you want to just see the film, there's a Vista Pass. If you want to see the film, go to the parties, Avanti. If you want to get more into the industry, there's a Prima Pass that gives you priority seating and access to the filmmaker reception. And I have to say that's the way to go because Mm -hmm. really it's you want to do it all. It's pretty awesome. Well, I will see you and I'll see you at the Vail Film Festival. Come check it out, veilfilmfestival.com, and I will see you there. Keep it right here. We have more of the show to come. Good morning, Vail. Welcome aboard. Bobby Laurie and Nikki Noya have your ticket to everything you need for an on-the-go lifestyle. Grab your boarding pass. It's time to jet set. I'm Ben Belgrad, and I'm the owner of Drinking Vessels here at Bat Country Studios in Minturn. And I've been in the Valley for seven years. Um, I moved to the Valley because a friend helped me to get my vision off the ground, building my glass studio here, um, and being so close to snowboarding. So here at the studio, we're acting as a broker for 50 to 100 artists from around the country. We also offer glassblowing classes, and we bring many artists from around the country here to be able to work and create art collaboratively and be so close to skiing and all the activities we have here in the valley. Here at Drinking Vessels, we specialize in handmade glass drinkware from artists around the country and around the world. Some of these are produced as more of an item you could get in sets 
and kind of get different color options as time goes on. And some of these are completely one of a kind uh, and really high-end art that's unlike anything people have seen before. While I'm an artist myself here at the studio, I'm representing between 50 and 100 other artists from around the country. And most of these artists are able to spend most of their time working on their art while we help handle their marketing and their sales and the distribution and representation, allowing them more time to focus on their art. That's really my privilege in running this business is creating that support and providing that platform for this big group of artists that are part of a movement that's very important to me. At Revival Boutique Med Spa, we take an integrative and holistic approach to skincare, focusing on the bigger picture when treating our clients. We use only result-driven and science-based products that contain clean, organic, wild-crafted, and research-based ingredients. From injectables, facials, to body contouring, we offer anything related to looking your best self. Find us in the Riverwalk in Edwards. For a complete list of services, visit us online at RevivalVale.com. Follow us on Instagram at Valley. Fall in love with your skin again. There's lots to love at Revival. Mind. Body. Beauty. Coming up this season on Ready, Set, Renovate, real homeowners tackle really big renos. Welcome to the ugliest house in the neighborhood. <laughs> from before to after. If we go to the tile store one more time, only one of us is coming out alive. <laughs> well, I didn't know he was going to do all that. Between the budget and the timeline, it's makeover madness. Welcome back to Good Morning Vail. Now, as we mentioned, it is the start of the Vail Film Festival, and we have so many incredible writers, producers, directors, and artists joining us. And specifically for the film The Glue Trap, I've got Justin Geldzoller joining me today, who is the writer and director of this film. Justin, how are you? I'm doing great, Danielle. How about yourself? Doing wonderful. Now, I love your yellow pop of color, by the way. It's great on this morning. We've got a storm rolling in for uh, the start of the film festival. But tell me about Glue Trap. It's your film. You wrote it. Give me all of the details. Yeah, so it's sort of a dark comedy thriller about a good couple in a bad place who takes a trip to a cabin in the woods to work on things. But when an obnoxious third wheel shows up, they worry more than their relationship might be in danger. It's kind of a cross between somewhere between marriage story and get out. But, you know, it's got a lot of uncomfortable laughs. And, you know, I'm excited for people to see it. It's a good mountain movie. I love that you've turned it into a dark comedy because both of the projects that you just mentioned are not comedy. So what was the inspiration behind this? You wrote the film. So tell me a little bit more about where the idea came from. Uh, well, I'll be honest, you know, uh, necessity is the mother of invention. I had a different film I was planning on making. It was going to be a sprawling urban mystery. And we had a table read for it March 2nd, 2020. And we quickly realized we could make a movie in public spaces. So my cabin, my parents have a cabin in the woods. I disappeared to that to go write a movie. And I just thought, I know some great actors. I have this wonderful location. What can I do to, you know, use all those things together during this time when we can't really make anything bigger? And it sort of all came out of that. And because I was working with available resources and writing towards that, I feel like a lot of it sprung out of my subconscious more than other projects I've written. So ended up realizing I was writing about a lot of different relationships in my life. <laughs> 
And little do the people around you know that they are subjects of the inspiration behind it. Now, I love I love that idea. And I know COVID really changed how we view a lot of different things. So what are you hoping the audience um, gets out of this film? You know, I, th- I feel like it's very much a, the people in our life can kind of cause a lot of heartache and concern. And maybe we will often focus on the bad, but when you're facing the end of the world or what feels like the end of the world, you're kind of happy for a little company. Mm-hmm. No, it's true. Absolutely. So how did you decide on the cast for the film? You know, tell me about that. Cause you mentioned that you filmed it with limited resources in a cabin in the woods. Tell me all about, about the details around it. Yeah. So they're kind of, they're two central leads and then two main supporting leads. And I'd written them all for people I knew, but because of delays related to the uh, pandemic, ended up having to recast the central couple in the film. So one of them, uh, Isaac J., our male lead, because my friend who was going to play the lead uh, dropped out to have a child instead. We cast him through the, uh, sorry, University of Southern California grapevine. And he was a friend of a friend of a friend. And then we ended up having to recast our female lead to months before filming started and so we were lucky enough to work with this casting director Aaron Schoonover who introduced us to Brittany Bradford who I realized I'd seen off-Broadway in a production of Merrily We Roll Along years ago and she's fantastic she's on the HBO Max show Julia uh the program about Julia Child and even though I'd met both of them through Zoom they were able to just build this wonderful lived-in relationship and then of course we have Gloria Bangiola uh, my romantic partner who plays the interloper coming in and she's a classically trained opera singer she sings with the New York Philharmonic but a small spoiler alert she had to learn how to sing very poorly for the film she's actually has a wonderful voice that that is so interesting i wonder what what the learning process was to, to go from being an excellent singer to a not so excellent singer that probably was a, a lot of fun to to watch and see her practice that <laughs> yeah cuz like she she cares a lot about her instrument and it was just working with her voice teacher to be like okay i need to sing poorly but i also don't want to damage anything here so it's a very fine line she had to travel it is. Now, Justin, specifically at the Vail Film Festival, what are your hopes for the movie? You know, what kind of results are you looking for and reactions from the audience? I, you know, I want everyone to stay in their seats towards the end. It's a cool 90 mi- 89 minutes with credits, so hopefully everyone has a good time. And I just want to, I just want people to enjoy the film. I want people to see the film. I want them to tell all their friends and investors and distributors about the film and, you know. But we're, we're just always trying to grow the audience and share the film with whoever we can, and I hope people like it. Now, I know we're talking about Glue Trap, but do you have any future projects coming up that you want to give us a little teaser about? I, I have a couple I'm teasing. Uh, there's this one script I'm really excited about called The House is on Fire. Uh, it drew a lot from my time working on the show Succession and also all my climate anxiety. And I think that would make a fun project to go to next because it's a similar in-between comedy and horror it's a home invasion thriller set in an oil CEO's home, uh, but it would all take place in Greenwich, Connecticut. And I, I think that could be a really fun project. We can find it. it sounds like it. It sounds great. So where can we watch Glue Trap this weekend at the Vail Film, Film Festival? It'll be playing a Friday at 3.30 p.m. at the Cascade Theater in the Grand Hyatt. And I hope everyone can make it out. Well, Justin, best of luck to you. I cannot wait to see the film myself. It's going to be very exciting, but we're going to give a little bit of a teaser to our audience and show the trailer. So let's take a look. Welp, so much for hiking. Mm. I don't know. I think I might still go. 
I just figured I could hike if you were gonna sit around and, and nap all day. I didn't say I was gonna nap all day. But also, what's wrong with napping? I wish we could do that. What, you kipper? No. Uh, get away. Hey, Dan, what's up? There's, there's a young woman standing on our porch. Can't we all just, like, do our own thing? Why do we have to spend time with her? There's plenty of space. Oh, stop it. Don't be paranoid. What's the matter with spending one night with her? I mean, yes, Eliza has a lot of energy. Yeah, I don't feel good about her. Harvest, your local marketplace for fresh, locally produced products. Our indoor farmer's market is open seven days a week, featuring locally grown organic produce, prepared meals, honey from our nap nectar hive, furniture, cutting boards, and much more. We source and sell locally grown and produced products from the Vale and Roaring Fork Valleys. Visit us at our new location in Eagle Ranch, 717 Sylvan Lake Road, next door to Color Coffee Roasters. Familia, estamos muy emocionados de por fin presentarles nuestro nuevo programa completamente en español, Conexión Latina, que se estrena este lunes 21 de agosto a partir de las 7 de la tarde. Por el momento, el programa se transmitirá los lunes, miércoles y viernes de 7 a 7 y media de la tarde, con una repetición de 7 y media a 8. Así que no hay excusas para perdértelo. Te recuerdo que puedes sintonizar nuestra programación a través del canal 92 de Comcast, nuestra página web cvadel.com y nuestra página de Facebook CBA Conexión Latina. Acompáñanos en esta nueva aventura llena de información y entretenimiento local. No te lo pierdas. vacation mode and you need a flexible home tour experience that fits into your schedule. We've transformed how you view and buy homes in the Vale Valley. With immersive cutting-edge technology you can explore properties 10 times faster. In our lounge we guide you through this digital world on a 16-foot screen where you can imagine your next home in comparison to your favorite recreational spots. Say goodbye to multi-day home tours and hello to a quick stop between your other plans. That's the power of the immersion theater.
We're loving this Thursday morning because it is all about the Vail Film Festival. And joining me today on the couch are the inspiration producers and actors of the film 7,000 Miles. I've got Alexandra and Linda here today. How are you ladies? We're good. <laughs> Thanks for having Thank us. Thank you. Good, good. I'm so excited to hear, hear the story. So Alexandra, you star in the film. Yeah, tell me a little bit about the premise of it and what we can expect. Uh, yeah, we, we aim to inspire and empower women with this film and with our story. Um, we came up with the idea about 10 years ago. Um, just the mystery of Amelia Earhart has always been with us. It's, it's been in our bones. And my mom was a flight attendant in the 70s and the, in the glory days of flying for flight attendants and loved aviation. And her birthday is the same as Amelia Earhart. So yeah. we've just always been connected to her. And um, her love of aviation and Amelia Earhart inspired this idea. And our friend Colette Friedman is the screenwriter. She said, you need to make this into a feature film. Like, you need to do it. And we were making short films. And we were scared, but we went for it. And she yeah. wrote this beautiful script. And then we brought it to Amy Glazer, the director. And she fell in love with the story and said Wendy Malick would be an amazing potential Amelia Earhart. Uh, um, and went to Wendy, who... She says she was scared by the script, which meant she wanted to do it. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so for me as a you know, more newcomer actress to get to work alongside Wendy Malik was a true joy. Um, and uh, we, we filmed in Hawaii for 18 days, wow. but we were there for two months for pre-production -pre everything. Which was exciting. Very exciting and fun and, and quite a challenge, you know, to find the perfect set for this story because it's in the 70s, right? Yeah. yeah, and, yeah. You know, well, Waikiki is all not the 70s. Yeah. Not. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I love that you mentioned not to jump in, but my mother was also flight attendant in oh, the 70s oh, and spent great. lots of time in Hawaii, so I understand. Like yeah. um, Pan Am, actually. Oh, yeah, wow. <laughs> the big one. Yeah. That's great. Air California. I love that. And, and then American. Absolutely. Yeah. But I love, I love the idea of women in aviation and, you know, just from all aspects of it, from the pilot, from the flight attendant. So tell me, um, what can we expect from the film? Well, if, you, if it's, it's a really wholesome, sweet, heartwarming story, and it, it, it follows my character, Joe, um, who is as an aspiring pilot who has to come home to Hawaii to care for her ailing grandmother, Melly, mm -hmm. who's played by Wendy Malik. And uh, while she's there, they start to uncover these fragmented memories that create this mystery of, could she possibly be America's most celebrated aviatrix? Wow. And um, we are so thrilled to have it here in Vail. We have a huge producing team of really strong, wonderful women um, that are yes, so thrilled to have it at this amazing festival and in person, because we know the, the trials and tribulations of doing things through COVID and lockdown, and yeah. we filmed during COVID. And so we're so happy that Vail yeah. Film Festival is back in person. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. To be here. Yeah, we're extremely happy to be here, and we were extremely happy to get through COVID <laughs> and making sure. the movie. We, everyone had to be tested every morning and everything, and that wasn't where our mindset was. Our mindset was creating this beautiful story, yeah. and Lexi and Wendy together, I mean, it couldn't have been a better team for what this story told, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, and uh, it's um, a tearjerker. We've had people... We've had standing ovations. We've had tears, <laughs> lots of tears, and uh, happy tears too. Yeah, the happy tears. <laughs> Good. Uh, the only thing I would say, I've, I've been a movie fan since I was little, as she has since she's about three. <laughs> I would say, don't get up to go to the bathroom, okay? <laughs> because you might miss something that's really significant, because it is a mystery. 
And, you know, maybe we tell you in the union, maybe we don't. <laughs> I love the cliffhanger. Yeah. It's definitely a great way to entice people to make sure they yeah. can see the film. So you mentioned COVID. So talk to me a little bit about the challenges of filming and how, were, how was the end result of the film, even though you had those challenges? Hmm. Um, well, one nice thing about it is we, yeah. we, we filmed like family style. Sure. So we, we, most of us were staying at the house that we filmed in. So it was, it was really a character in the film. We wake up and have breakfast together and, and then start getting in hair and makeup and start shooting just right there at that beautiful house. Um, on the beach. On the beach. It was nice. It was not <laughs> it was bad. It was fabulous. Um, so because we wanted to keep our pod, you know what I mean? Like sure. not, mm -hmm. not have people going out getting exposed or anything. And a lot of the crew that had to fly in, they also were in their own crew house right down the street. Oh, great. And so they were all camaraderie, all of that. Um, I'm just thrilled that we made it through because for an indie, a small indie sure. movie, to be able to make it and afford to do the COVID test and probably not get anyone sick. No, no one, one got COVID. No one got oh, sick. Great. And all the extra expense, you know, yeah. nothing that you plan on when you yeah. gather your, you your money to start the <laughs> yeah. movie. Uh, made it. that that made that was the only difficult part. The the rest was we made it through. Yeah, and the and finished I product. I don't. Yeah, I don't I'm think it affected thrilled, the end. Yeah, thrilled at the finished product. Yes. Like the the whole editing team, um, the way that um, our director Raymond Wood and Amy Glazer, the director. Um, I did I say editor Raymond Wood? That's what I meant to say. <laughs> I don't know. If I fumbled my words. Anyway, the way they weaved the 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 feeling of Hawaii into mm -hmm. the movie, into exactly. the pacing of the movie. It really makes you feel like you're there and, yes. and gets in with, it's a character-driven sure. story, so really get close with the characters. Absolutely. And then the sound, everything came together. Yeah, it did. Actually, we were very fortunate because it could have, with COVID and all that goes along with that, it could have been a disaster. Just even getting through the airport, you know, mm -hmm. with or on a plane. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, and was Hawaii a had special reg regulations yeah, as well. Yeah, they did. And, sure. and the, some of them were lifted just before we started, which was a relief. Because, That's a blessing for sure. Yeah, yeah I do think otherwise <laughs> it might have affected the end. But um, everybody was so cooperative, and it was a really good team. And when you have that going... Um, that's how it becomes a success. Yeah. It's true, absolutely. Now, I would love to know, what's your favorite highlight of filming? You know, do you have a moment? <laughs> I do, I definitely do. I, getting to fly in the airplanes was my highlight. I, worked, yeah. I mean, working alongside Wendy overall was the highlight. Sure. But, but getting to fly, especially in the Cetabria, that's a, um, an acrobatic plane. Oh, wow. And normally the, the main, you know, the captain, the main pilot is in the front seat, and I'm not a licensed pilot. Okay. Although I did get to fly in these different airplanes yes, for the movie. <laughs> um, he had me in the front seat, and he was, like, you know, hiding behind me while flying. Sure. And so I had to do a lot of the gears and things, especially on landing, because he, like, couldn't see around me. It was quite wow. nerve-wracking <laughs> and super exciting as an actress to yeah. get to be so, so in my character. Yeah, that's incredible. And as a producer uh -huh. with everything and a mother yeah. <laughs> watching her, not a pilot, up there in that little plane, uh, because I've had, I've been on planes since I was 19. Sure. So, so I, you know. Okay, I do. I do. And uh, yeah, it was a little nerve wracking, but everything went smooth. We were blessed. Yeah, that's we had, great. Yeah. 
That's and great. You know, them. being an actor, you really get to become a jack of all trades yes, and sure. an expert in almost all of them if you're really diving in. It sounds like you're about to pursue your pilot, pilot's license. I know. You should. I did just have a little baby yeah. this, a couple months ago, so maybe I'll wait a couple more yeah. months till she's, she's not quite ready. more independent yeah. so I can get up there. That's great. <laughs> so tell us, where can we watch the film this weekend? Yes, absolutely. Yep. Please come see it. It's Friday at 4 o'clock, part of the Vail Film Festival. It's at the Chasing Rabbits uh, Theater, um, 4 o'clock on Friday, awesome. 7,000 miles. Well, we're going to show our audience the trailer of the film, oh, so yay. let's take a look. <laughs> Looking for our pilot, and you found her. Excuse me, we have a problem. I understand. Uh, Scott? You could have convinced them, Richard. We'll make it happen. Hello? Joel, it's your grandfather. Who are you, Graham? Well, Bert's dead, so not so good. <laughs> Melly's mind isn't what it used to be. Visual hallucinations may be the first signs of symptoms. There is nothing wrong with me. I've been on the mainland so long, I hardly recognize you. He's a howling now. Zach? Davy's little brother. Wow. MIT graduate, pilot's license. People on the mainland think that all pilots should be men. Who's your boss? He doesn't know how good you fly? It's complicated. People don't want to fly with a girl. If women waited for the right time, nothing would ever change. There's a pilot like you. Yeah. She swears she was in a plane crash. Would there be a record of that? I don't think we should leak this outside of the family. There is more to life than being, being a, a passenger. passenger. Well, it's true. Back in the day, you used to follow her and Davy around. What? I thought she was chasing your big brother, but maybe you're chasing her. If you're Amelia Earhart, it means I was meant to do this. And if I'm not who you think I am, you're not meant to do this? I have lived the sweetest life here with your grandfather and all of you. This is a life worth celebrating. Don't have regrets, Joe. I won't. Someone has an important journey to complete. There's a saying, it takes a village to raise a child. And we're your village. You're stuck with us. Join me on Elizabeth Stanton's Great Big World. Find out where I'll be going next and which celebrities I'll be bringing along with me. I'll show you amazing destinations with lots to explore, and you'll get to know my celebrity guests the way they really are, up close and personal. We'll travel the world, experience new cultures, and together, try to make a difference. I'm Elizabeth Stanton, seeing the world's big place, and I'm going to show it to you. Lionshead Jewelers Fossil and Mineral Gallery. Located in the heart of Lionshead Village for over a decade, our 4,000 square foot gallery boasts a one-of-a-kind experience that cannot be found anywhere else in Vail. We carry the most exquisite array of fine jewelry, high-end minerals, and museum-quality fossils. We invite you to come in and explore all the history and beauty that nature has to offer. Eyepieces of Veil has been a fixture in the Veil community for over 30 years. 
From designer frames and sunglasses to high-performance sports frames, prescription goggles and in-demand accessories like helmets, goggle lenses, and foldable reading glasses, our inventory raises the optical bar. Visit one of our seven locations today and see why generations of loyal customers return time after time for our unmatched service and inventory. Eyepieces, the art of vision. Welcome back to Good Morning Vale. I'm your host, Gretchen Flesha. I'm so excited. I am here with two amazing, lovely women from another happy day, Jesse Holder Tortolot, got it correctly, and Nora Pfeiffer. How are you doing, Jesse and Nora? It's so nice to be here. Thanks for having us, Gretchen. Of course. I am so happy you guys are here, and I am going to dive right in. Your film, it really strikes a chord with so many people, and I love that it is um, kind of defined by a postpartum depression comedy, because like I was saying, I just think this is so interesting and something different that maybe people haven't heard before. Can you kind of take us into what that means and what this film is all about? When I uh, had my first child, um, I certainly didn't have time to write uh, a script, but I was clocking how uh, challenging the experience was becoming a mother right. and also how uh, surreal and absurd it was. So I was either <laughs> crying or laughing, and that's the energy and tension that I wanted to capture in another happy day. So it wasn't until my daughter was a little bit older that I could actually start to craft this story, um, but I wanted to uh, slow down time and uh, and give the audience an opportunity to really see what it's like to become a mother. I love that. So it's really an insight, a little peek into what it's like. And I love that you said, so often I think we kind of uh, fantasize or like over... I tend to look for the good in everything, which is beautiful. Oh, right? I was so excited to become right. a mother. I had the highest expectations. Right. But then you're able to say, hey, it is beautiful and it's hard. Exactly. And that's beautiful in its own, in its, its own self. Both. Right. It's absolutely both. And okay. this is the movie that I wish that I had before becoming a mother. Mm -hmm. I would have loved to have um, had some 
insight and perspective to how the challenges. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, and everyone always says, right, like there should be a book. You know, you can't write a book about this, but you're showing women and men, I'm assuming, because yes. both are seeing this. Absolutely. Like, this film right. is for fathers as much as it is for mothers, mothers. or people who my husband would like to be. hysterically when he, first, <laughs> when he first saw it. Because he obviously, I met Nora when I was quite pregnant with uh, my son. Oh, okay. And so read the script on the verge of becoming a mother and thought it was hysterical. And so, I Jesse, you were literally reading the script as you were pregnant. Oh, we were in a lab together, a filmmaking lab called From Script to Pre-Production, and we had the assignment to read all of the other scripts in the lab, and Nora's was the one that like resonated with me, and, wow. that, that, and I couldn't stop laughing. And then I had my child, went through my own postpartum experience and postpartum depression, right. and we kept working on this movie during that time and kept working to, to put the team together to make it. And so by the time it was done... And my husband sat down and watched the rough cut. He was like crying, laughing. He, so this I is like that. for men, men that might be watching this interview, this is for you as well. You should absolutely. <laughs> well, I love this because it was very serendipitous that you guys met in this moment. It was meant to be. Absolutely. And Jesse on set, you know, pumping on breaks. I mean, and, and literally there with my one-year-old out of town, like with a, a breast pump strapped to my chest as I wander around checking things. <laughs> I love this. So you literally, you are the movie. The movie is you. And, and Lauren Lapkus, our lead, who yes. is hilarious and such a revelation in this role because we're seeing a side of her as an actress that we haven't seen before. I love that you said this because that, I want to dive in on that moment. Oh my goodness, we all know her from, uh, well, many things, but Orange is the New Black, of course, right? Yeah. So you think of this, uh, she is powerful, um, very kind of edgy and batty woman. Yeah. And now it's like you're seeing her in a whole different light, which I love. Absolutely. It's vulnerable, it's real, it's still all of the funny that you can always expect right. from anything Lauren is doing. Right. But with this, she was just so profoundly pleasant to watch work in this because mm. she was herself a new mother at the time. Her, her daughter is about the same age as my son. Okay, how um, wild is that? The, the, <laughs> truly, like this yeah. is magic and mothers is, is this whole movie. And yeah. watching her just kind of process and go back through and the way she connected with our on-set baby. Yeah, and it was really beautiful to witness. I love that. And it was important that. for us to have mothers in, in, the, in these lead roles on the film because uh, we wanted to provide childcare for anyone working on the film, which we did. We committed to providing childcare cool. for the I parents. I don't think anyone would think about that. That's amazing. <laughs> so we were, um, we were lucky enough to be in a fiscal sponsorship relationship with a nonprofit called Full Spectrum Features, which allowed us to pursue not only equity investment in the film, but also issue-based donation. Full Spectrum Features. features. in Chicago. Oh, wow. And so through uh, a wonderful contribution by Liza Yintema and her husband Mark, we had a sponsorship for a childcare initiative, which... It's been really a hallmark of how we've talked about this movie that we were this tiny little indie that could right. with this little budget and we managed to shoot eight-hour days, which is unheard of in film, fund childcare, wow. and if we can do it, anyone can do it. And I think it's a testament to priorities. And because women and mothers were making this film, those things simply were priorities and they were baked into how we made it. I feel like this film, I don't feel like it is not just a film, a movement of sorts. That's it's, our hope. If we yeah. can do it, we want to set a precedent. It's a lot of planning, and if you make it a priority, you really can provide these uh, support nets for people so that right. you make space for people to work, and you signal to people, this is a place where we want you that. to work. 
there's room here because we are anticipating your childcare needs. And even if you're not a parent, it's still great for work-life balance to have an eight-hour shoot day. I think it really requires people in leadership who are ready to listen to the concerns of the people that are working with them, to listen. We had an art department come to us in the first two days going, I know that you want to shoot eight hours, but we're still working these crazy hours. Right. Okay, well, we're going to find the money to hire you another person. Wow. And then if it's not money, I mean, it's from the, what was the phrase that I used forever lean as a style. Mm -hmm. So it was months of pre-production of me and Nora sitting and having meetings talking about how do we bake lean coverage and the creative of the film into a style and a visual language that maximizes the time that we do have. And that it's, it just takes people in these positions who are prepared to have those conversations over and over and over again. You guys, I am so excited about the film, but you two could rule the world. I'm feeling this moment. I, I'm here for it. <laughs> we would like that. We think yes, we have some answers and solutions. <laughs> um, so now the postpartum part. Mm-hmm. I know it's not always easy to speak about. Um, we were speaking a little bit off air that it is just recently, I feel like that people are maybe coming out and being being able to talk about it and saying, this is how I feel. This does happen. It is okay to talk about. Let's normalize it. How does that play into the film? Well, that's such a great question. There has been a stigma for so long, and I think we are starting to shake that off a little bit. Um, But still, I think postpartum depression has this connotation of being a very extreme um, uh, and uh, diagnosed Mm -hmm. uh, taboo taboo, Mm -hmm. um, medical condition. And postpartum depression looks like a lot of different things. And my own personal experience, I wasn't diagnosed with postpartum depression, but I didn't seek a diagnosis. I was too private about what I was going through. Right. Um, to, uh, to and, and also thought, people have it so much worse. I'm fine. That I'm I think fine. Huge. Yes. And yes. I was diagnosed, but it took um, seven, eight months after my son was born because those silly little surveys that they put in front of you at the doctor's office sound insane. It's just the the questions are so strange and banal. And you're like, if I answer this completely honestly, people in white coats are going to come take me away. (laughs) Yeah. You just don't, you don't do it. I mean, mine was mixed with like weird birth trauma and stuff. So it took six months before I could articulate that. And what you said about it manifesting different ways. I think the public perception of postpartum depression is being shut down, crying all the time, being over in a corner, being completely disconnected from your baby. Mm -hmm. And that's not how it is for everyone. I mean, you were incredibly connected with your first child. I was, I was, I was, I connected with my baby, but I personally was was having such Just a struggle in, inside and such an identity crisis and shift when you become a parent. Mother I connected or with or my father, son, yeah. but didn't want to leave the house. The world felt incredibly dangerous. Like right. so, just, it's, it looks very different. For and her. a little bit awareness and community can make a huge difference, which is which is our hope for so the film. This is brilliant because you said, obviously, being mothers, mothers are really going to relate. I don't have children, but I am relating to you because of stories from my mother and my friends, et cetera, and men as the parents and men as mothers. Yeah. As well. I mean, yes. being maybe the main sole provider Absolutely. as a mom and a dad. Right, so, right. We all come from a mom, a mom yeah. who succeeded or failed by her own standards to, to whatever extent in mothering us. We all have a mom. We all, as women, are negotiating in our lives what our relationship to the notion of motherhood is. Are we going to be mothers? Are we not going to be mothers? What does it mean for your career if you have a child? And men have to have a connection to that reality, too. They have moms, they have wives, and they have to figure out in this new generation of millennial hands-on dads, like... What's that going to look like? So well, this really is about everyone, I think. Mm. Guys, I am so very excited to watch this. We have the trailer. Let's check it out. Another happy day.
You came across town for me to hold your baby? No, I came across town for you to hold me. What? I'm kidding. Kind of. I, I thought you were here to sell me Tupperware or Mary Kay. Um, do you need Tupperware or Mary Kay? I like the samples. Okay. Oh. Oh, yeah. Right. You know what? We should probably get going anyway. Goodbye. Okay. Um, it was lovely meeting you, Miriam. You know, if you need anything... I don't. You do, remember? What? You need someone to hold your baby. I can hold my baby. I'm not your mother. Thank God. is serving the community 24 hours a day, seven days a week, delivering content in all sorts of mediums. Take us with you on the go as Good Morning Vale and Good Day Vale are now available as podcasts. You can find us on Spotify, Apple, and Pandora. And don't forget, you can always find TV8 on YouTube, TV8Vale.com, and all of our social media platforms. Just another reason why there's more for you on 92. It's been a busy Thursday morning with all of the Vail Film Festival. We have so many incredible films happening. I, Ken, we need a nap, number one, because we are going to be going to all of them. I can see it already. And what amazing human beings. So intelligent. It's true. So smart. I'm getting choked up. It was just brilliant. It was an Well, awesome there are so many different stories covered based on real life, based on fiction, but just really incredible stories being told. And I cannot wait to see it. It's all in Vail all weekend long. So Take a look. <laughs> the Vail, it's just going to be great. And the Vail Film Festival, I should say, when you Google and you go veilfilmfestival.com, you can actually go into an app, and we're going to have to do this. Schedule all the events, schedule all the films, the Q&As, all the fun things that we're going to attend, and that really helps you along your way. It really does. It's a lot, and it's awesome. And you know what I think is so unique about the Vail Film Festival is that you get to meet all of these writers, directors, actors, yeah. producers that you wouldn't see concentrated in one area unless you're in Los Angeles. It's pretty We're awesome. in this gorgeous mountain town yeah. with all of these incredible artists so I just cannot wait to meet everyone and you can ski and snowboard after with some of them I've done it before <laughs> I and, love it yeah maybe have a drink or two yes dine out and about it's I just really it's finest. I pray at its finest it's just a really great time to be here but outside of that it also kicks off the holiday season in Vail and I loved that we got to make a Caprese Christmas tree and we actually <laughs> did it well I'm Gretchen proud. for being a self-proclaimed non-cook she <laughs> nailed it so it was definitely a lot of fun I had so much fun with you too and Absolutely. Check out. Yeah. We have a lot more tomorrow. We'll see you then. Good morning, Vale. See what lies in store for you. There's so many things to see and do. Summer.